Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Willow Creek. I watched the second half of Willow Creek. And this is the other half. Wait, that was last movie. Oh, shit. That's right. That was the name of the last movie. Yeah, don't say that. Willow Creek. Yeah, <laughs> that meaningless name. That doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, that's exciting. Uh, <laughs> are you Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy? Try to do Bobcat Goldthwait, pal. What? Bobcat Goldthwait. Who? The comedian, Bobcat Goldthwait. Who? You know who Bobcat Goldthwait is. That's a big word. It sounds made up. It's not. It's a man. And who? he's the director of this film. Oh, I think you made him up. I, I did not make him up. Bobcat Goldthwait. You don't uh, know who Bobcat Goldthwait is. I don't know. Is. I never saw a body. I don't think it exists. Oh, I see. Well, I've got footage of him, but it's very shaky. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think what you should do is just stabilize it. <laughs> yeah. So this movie is directed by a man named Bobcat Goldthwait. You do know who he is, right? No, I actually don't. <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwait. He's, he talks like this, and he gets all excited. You don't Remember know, the he's frog? A, he's a comedian. He voices. I honestly don't know. Oh, man. Well, you're missing out because he's Tell a great me. comedian. He's a comedian, man. Okay. He, uh, I get uh, that. You ever seen the movie Hercules? Yeah. He voiced Pain from Pain and Panic. I don't remember Pain. You dummy. Well, he's also a director. He, he directed the movie, <laughs> um, this movie, of course. Uh-huh. He also directed um, World's uh, Greatest Dad. With Robin Williams. Okay. okay. I've seen that on Netflix, but never seen it. It's really good. Okay. Uh, he also directed this movie that wasn't as good called God Bless America. Um, I have heard the name. He also, about it. he also called the movie uh, Call Me Lucky. It's a documentary. Um, nope. Never seen any Man, of dude, you've never heard of Bobcat Goldboy. <laughs> no, nope. No, I have not. Oh, well, okay. Suffice it to say... He's an odd choice to make a movie like this because he's a comedian, like I said. And comedians can never make horror movies. Well, uh, it's Have just, you seen Get Out? Oh, uh, that's true. That's a good point. But it's also <laughs> like this is a low budget, um, like found footage kind of movie. So it's kind of also like missed the time that, you know, those movies are usually very popular. You that's know true. I mean? cause this came out, what, 2015? Let me look it up. It definitely came out after 2015. I'll tell you that much. That's So 2016? 2016. Uh, came out. Oh, that's actor. It came out. Man, he's directed a lot of stuff. Back in the day. Back in the day, man. 2013. You said it came after. 2000. Oh. I said 15. I thought you said a lot. I was very, oh, yes. <laughs> okay. yeah, he's also directed a lot of other things, too. Um, but I don't think anything you've clearly seen. Apparently not. Man, I can't believe you don't know who Bobcat Goldthwait is. I No, I mean, every time you say it, I kind of want to get mad because I don't <laughs> like the way his name sounds. Have you seen the movie Scrooged? Yeah. Okay, he's in that movie. He's the guy that gets uh, fired. I'll be honest. I was playing poker at the same oh, time watching it. So I didn't watch it that much. Maybe well, something else is in that I haven't seen. He's been in a lot of things, man. Okay, well, let's, we'll skip that then. We'll skip that for now. But other, suffice it to say, I really like a lot of his films, and this is one of them, and I, um, I found it kind of interesting, actually. It is a very interesting film. So, found footage has that... It's a very interesting genre that's kind of... It's got a lot of cliches. It's got a lot of cliches. First thing, it's found, it's found footage, which usually means the per- people in it are dead. You go in sort of knowing that they're going to be Usually, dead. yeah. You yeah. kind of assume that they died. Or maybe they left or left the camera behind or right. something. You but don't know what happened. Usually they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's kind of the trope. Uh, the other trope is it's a lot of like shaky cam. A lot of shaky cam. Usually the person um, holding the camera doesn't really know how to hold it. Yeah. And it, the different reasons is, you know, sometimes they're making a movie or documentary. Other times it's just home footage. That's right. And um, it's just sort of collected. Like Cloverfield's it, one of my favorite. It has uh-huh. a lot of uh, shaky cam. It's a lot the guy collected. Holding, 
Yes, and the guy that's holding it, uh, you know, doesn't know how to hold the camera. He's so. also um, doesn't know how to be nice around women. That's a good point either. too, because it's T.J. Miller. Yep. Uh, um, but then you also have movies like The Blair Witch Project, which is really great because they get vi- actual videographers to hold the camera, so it's yeah. not as shaky. Which makes sense because it's. Well, I, I think the thing about Cloverfield that's fine because it fits the. It, it fits the character. Yeah. It fits the whole world, and it actually makes it more believable because you know all the effects are sort of masked by the shaky cam. Yeah, totally. Able to sort of fit things. In. Yeah, it's a good way to do budget stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, although I feel like making things shake in the background is hard to map, but I don't know. Maybe it's, it could easy. be hard to map, but yeah, it's 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 also like you know the 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 gr- the gr- uh, was it the the, vi- the grain the, the, the grain the, and all blurring that kind of stuff, stuff blurring. helps a lot. That's true. That's true. It can hide cuts, which is another great thing. That's true. It does hide cuts. Yeah. Um, but this one is a very interesting one because it kind of mixes the two, sort of. Amateur slash documentarian mm. version. Oh, I didn't mention. Was it? I never seen Chronicle, but it's not the one that has like. Um, Chronicle's it's like video footage. It is video like, footage. It's it's kind of a found footage film, but um, it's also like off of like cameras and like security cameras. And there are like moments. That. Yeah, there are moments when other people are in the scene, especially during the very. Have you you've seen Chronicle? No, I just said. Oh shit! Okay, well, there's bits later in the movie where bigger things start happening and more people are around. You'll see footage from like phones That's and other things too. It's actually a pretty interesting film. It, it, it's also interesting because I remember seeing the trailer and thinking there's a lot of uh shots where it looks like the camera's on a dolly or you know it's sort of off to the side and that sort of explained away in the film because the characters have like psychic abilities so they're able to hold the camera in the air hmm. using their powers um but that movie's also made by a terrible human being uh max landis well you know and it's also directed by josh trank who uh you know he made that fantastic four movie that was so popular amongst oh, everybody yeah which one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, anyway, let's yeah. back to this movie. So this is Willow Creek, and yes. the can you tell me a bit about Jim and Kelly, the main characters? I want to know why Jim's holding the camera. I know he's obsessed with Bigfoot. So that's the thing that's weird about this is the reason I say it combines amateur and like professional type of filmmaking is because this seems like a guy who's who's been like obsessed. Because they don't really explain too much about it. Honestly, like Kelly, his his girlfriend, is like explain a lot more about her like actual motivations. Mm. This dude just loves Bigfoot. Yeah. So it sounds like they went out on their birthday, or his birthday, and she's doing this as a favor. And he's like, I want to make an amateur documentary, documentarian footage. How do you say Documentary? Why did that? <laughs> Man, words today. Oh, boy. As usual. Tell me words new. today. They're watching their rap music. <laughs> they're playing their video games. These kids with their conjugations. These words today. <laughs> um, Fancy words like documentary. <laughs> I want it now. So he just wants to make some sort of amateur documentary. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, cool. So he has like this camera. Yeah. I mean, he obviously put some money in this. He's got a wireless microphone. I mean, that's. It's pretty expensive. That's pretty expensive. That's that's not cheap. Camera ain't bad either. Camera ain't bad. It's okay looking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's it's he put some money behind this, but he you can tell that the skills behind it are very amateur. Very, very amateur. Very which, shaky. Yeah, which I really liked for for a lot of reasons. Is that uh, it felt very much like being back in my old journalism classes, <laughs> yeah. watching people put together their news packages when they have no videography skills, <laughs> and like the parts when he's interviewing people are hilarious because it's like oh, oh really that's so real. Yeah. I liked it because I think it, it fed into the uh, theme of the movie, which is about Bigfoot. You know, Bigfoot are never caught 
with like a professional cameraman. It's always shaky. It's always blurry and out of focus. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that sort of plays into it. Yeah, as that well. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. But anyway, let's let's start this. Let's start this off from the beginning. I yeah. explained a little bit much without uh, with the. That's good. That's right. good. Uh, so you say they interview people. Yes. Uh, so they do interview people. So let's start off. Starts off with some. So the beginning of the movie starts off with some quiet footage of the ground with a little like hair flickering. Mm. I was wondering if that ever comes back. At That's the probably end the final frame of the film. That's kind of what I It looks I a lot like how the movie ends. It's, it's completely dark. Yeah, it's dark. There's but like it's some a really bright, like bright ground. ground. Yeah, okay, yeah. Thing, That's yeah. definitely the the very end of the movie for some reason. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> Spoilers. So boyfriend girlfriend driving in a car. Dude is a camera. The lady's driving. They're shooting. They're shooting footage with the wireless microphone. Mm-hmm. Their name is. Jim Kessel and Kelly Montanello. Don't care about their last names. Uh, nope, doesn't matter, but Jim he announces them. Jim and Kelly. JK. Who, wait, who's announcing him? Oh, the Jim, Jim is. He, Jim's yeah, he's introducing He's like, himself. I'm here in this great place where they found Bigfoot originally. So they're going yes. to go search for Bigfoot. Right. Um, it sounds like Kelly is a little bit, like, hundred, like pretty much skeptical. It's kind of a tension point is that. She doesn't uh, believe in Bigfoot. Jim believes it. And Kelly thinks, like, uh, why would they have it? There's no body. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand it. And he's like, well, that's okay if you don't believe. I just want you to not think I'm a crazy person. And actually, I really like the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it seems super realistic. Of just, I, like, I wanted to say it continues. They yeah. they feel like real people in a relationship together. Yeah. I don't know if the actors are dating or whatever. I also think she's a far better actor than he is. For sure. For I think sure. she's really, really good. Yeah. Um, I also like them both, though. I like them both. I, uh, just when the moments start to get scary, he looks more like confused and worried rather than like terrified, which is what uh, he okay. should be. But uh, yeah, I actually felt like their relationship felt very real. And it was, it was one of the things that really brought me into the film. Yeah, is it felt like – it honestly felt – it nailed that like amateur vibe of just people trying to work together, do go towards the goal, but they're trying to have fun and they're just yeah, to, they, they like have fun with each other. Like it's very realistic. It's something that's I think missing from a lot of these movies. Totally, where, where you get actors together and it's like no one knows how to play off each other. I was other. gonna say like as much as you like, and I even do like uh, Blair Witch Project. Mm. It's like the characters are just so bad. Oh yeah, in, yeah like yeah. some ways, like they're so unlikable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all get really douchey really quick and kind of mean. That that works for me just because like they aren't friends. They're not supposed to be friendly. That's together. fine, but I mean, also it's easier to make people not That's like true. each other. But I don't feel like their acting skills are on the same level mm. of like. It's harder to act like playing off a person, having that chemistry when it's just like, I don't yeah, really I like each other. So. It's not, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just refreshing to have like something that's Two like, people that seem to genuinely enjoy each other. Yeah. getting Because that's the other thing. When shit started getting like real, I'm like, oh no, I feel like worried for these people. Yeah, you know, exactly. Rather than like a bystander to this. Um, Let's see. So, do, do, do. so they are at the place where the famed 1967 Bigfoot footage is. Yes. Who, who, who made the footage? Oh God, I wrote the name. Me Roger too. Patterson. And? There's two uh, guys. Uh, it doesn't matter. Everyone kept saying Roger Patterson. Roger and Bob. Roger and Bob. So yeah. this is that famous footage, and you are wearing a I'm, uh, sweater. I'm actually wearing the sweater. Yeah. You're wearing a sweater with I'll the, post it on Instagram. Yeah, which is the um The Bigfoot. infamous Bigfoot uh, uh, profile. Yes. The yeah. one where he kind of looks so, back. Yeah, he sort of looks back. There's trees all around him. Yeah. I'm, like, um, I'm kind of a big fan of the Bigfoot, actually. I've got yeah? Bigfoot socks. I've got a Bigfoot shirt. I've got this Bigfoot sweater. Why do you like Bigfoot so much? Uh well, first off, I don't believe him. Yeah, that's the first thing. I know we first. watched before this. We watched a bunch of uh, little uh, top ten 
Bigfoot footage is, and, and it's just Mike going, that's a guy in a suit. That's clearly a guy in a suit. That's, that's a clearly bear. a bear. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm not, And like that whole like finding Bigfoot TV show is like really annoying to me. Uh-huh. But I like the idea of like this sort of weird mythical, it's like a weird mix between myth and science of like, there's this there's this creature in the woods. We don't know what it is, and like it's a it's just a purely American thing, you know. It is a purely American thing because everyone has their own kind of like a weird mythical creature that doesn't it, that, that exists in, that, in like, different parts culture. of America. Yeah. And Bigfoot, like really, you know, you've got the skunk ape, and you've got all these uh, other one the the Oko Bonko is I think one of the other characters that's in America. Uh, I heard that one. Yeah, it's a weird one. But the Bigfoot, I mean, obviously Bigfoot really blew up, and I just I don't know. It's it's kind of cool. It takes place in like a different parts. I of America. I think the interesting thing about Bigfoot is for me. Mm. Out of all like the crazy monsters that exist or whatever, I feel like Bigfoot would be like the most realistic. Oh, absolutely! Like, I take that over Nessie any day. Yeah, because like Nessie's like ah, it's a pond. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's not that deep. It's not right. That, I don't think. Like, and it's like that. it's not a fucking dinosaur, but yeah. like Bigfoot, it's like it's some even if it thing. isn't like what everyone would refer to as a Sasquatch, what if it is just like a weird ape that's living in the woods? That's on, and that's like that's fine. That's crazy. That'd that. be really cool. Like if it, it was a, if it was an existing animal that just is flourishing and hiding in the woods that would be crazy yeah you know that'd be really cool you know yeah i think that's really interesting and i think that's what i really dig about this movie we're gonna get into it i'm sure later but what i dig about this movie is you never see bigfoot oh you never ever see bigfoot you hear him but you never ever see him that's interesting i was curious how they'd actually pull that off me too because i was really worried especially as the ending was starting to ramp up i'm like we're gonna Get that shot where you see a guy in a suit running around, and it's going to be embarrassing. I don't know how it's going to be pulled off, but uh, it worked out fine, and I and it it, it, wow. it it made it even more mysterious. That's interesting. Yeah, I can't wait to tell you how this movie ends. I'm actually very excited. Ah, about that's it. interesting. So, um, yeah, they're in the town, and the town is obviously um, Bigfoot City, right? That's how they make their living, probably. <laughs> yeah, is that what it's called? Bigfoot City? Is that really the name? No. It can't be the name of it. No, no. I meant Bigfoot City. Like, th- if you want a Bigfoot thing, this is where oh, you totally, get Oh, totally, yeah. yeah. They go to, like, a place that's, like, a Bigfoot burger place where you can buy ammo and they got cool art everywhere. Same thing with, like, Area 51. Yeah. It's like know? they they lean into it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. That's the only reason you would go to, a like, a city like that. I was curious. There's one part where, uh, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, Jim was like, hey, you know, it, like, sees a missing lady poster and was like, hey, would you like to be missing or something like that? Mm-hmm. Is that coming to play at all? Uh Ooh, is okay. she like a bigger lady? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's interesting. So, um, so, so he said that, but he's talking to his girlfriend. He's like, "Hey, you know, you should have. I should take a picture of you in case you ever go missing or something, and I could ever use that later." Like, what do you think you'd look like missing? They always look so happy. Yeah. Is that playing anything? Not really, but okay. the, the, the the missing but the lady, lady does. Okay, the missing lady does. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. So let's see. Um, so they find some weird Bigfoot mural, which shows him doing being like a day laborer. It's mm-hmm. very strange. Um, I don't know if these are real. They look real. Like, I'm sure they're yeah. real. Yeah. Uh, uh, another thing I wanted to bring up actually is Bobcat Goldthwait does believe in Bigfoot. Okay, he's making this from the point of him actually being a believer, and uh, I think that actually adds to the film because you know you see all like these... Ghostbusters. Yeah, honestly, yeah. like I think the reason Ghostbusters really catches on, other than the fact that it's just a genuinely fun film, is that there's people behind it who like one person behind it who legitimately believes in ghosts and i think that when you make a movie like this that shines through the like passion behind these weird characters and the the strange subgenre of a person it, it's cool cuz like there's a lot of technical terms later in the film they they bring up uh relating to bigfoot and it's like oh clearly bob kegelway knows what he's talking about here yeah it's interesting anyway so uh so mhm 
Um, they stay in a place called Bigfoot Motel. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because you could totally tell, like, his girlfriend is just like, uh, I, I'm just doing, like, this she's, is only, yeah. she's, have, she's trying to have fun, but she's totally like, this is not her ideal vacation oh, type absolutely. thing. Uh, but she, you know, she, it's she it probably isn't much many people's ideal. Vacation. I think it'd be cool, but it'd be like a cool day trip, like uh, yeah, weekend. Type I wouldn't thing. want to go out in the woods for too long. Yeah, I want. Ex- yeah, I mean, camping out there just seemed like okay. Yeah. I don't know, it just seemed like normal camping. <laughs> um, so it's great because they're going up to this, this uh, giant Bigfoot statue, and girlfriend's just like, "Oh, what if I jerk it off?" Like oh, sort boy. of a jokey thing. Uh-huh. And he's he's like, "Dude, don't do that. Like that's really disrespectful." <laughs> And then this this old lady comes up and is like, what are you guys doing? You need help? And he's like, let me interview you. And just the great part about it is just encapsulates every time you interview someone who doesn't really have any interview experience mm-hmm. and you have to interview them, you try asking questions, but you're not prepared either. Right, right, right. super awkward. Really? I'm just going to put it in here. Hi, I'm here with Nita Rowley, who's worked at the Willow Creek Visitor Center for the last 20 years. How are you, Nita? I'm doing well, thank you. Well, good. I have a question for you. Do you know of anyone, or do you know personally the exact site of the Patterson-Gimlin? Uh, no, I do not. And um, has there been any recent sightings of Bigfoot or Sasquatch in the area? No, not to my knowledge. Are you a believer? Not at all. No, huh? Okay. Is it safe to camp here? Uh, you have to be on the lookout uh, for... Bear, mountain lions, rattlesnakes. So he, he goes around, he starts interviewing different people. He interviews this guy named Steve, who's a big believer, and he owns this place called Bigfoot Books. Mm-hmm. And he seems pretty weird, but like the conversation between him is very genuine. It's very much like some guy who cares about a thing and is very much into it. Right, right. But isn't right. like completely wacko nuts. He's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, this is what it is. Like, this is what I think. Oh, you're going to love this. You guys are going to go to the place. Like, it'll be fun. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they say it's a crazy place because. You know, um, they get these stuff about how, like, there's a big, uh, they call it, like, a sort of curse thing, but a curse of Bluff Creek. But uh-huh. it just means you'd be crazy. People won't really respect you because, you know, you'll believe in Bigfoot. Or <laughs> you'll be alone. You'll die alone. But that's because, but that's just, like, a jokey thing. But seriously, though, it is kind of dangerous, the rocking stuff. So make sure to go out prepared, you know. The thing is, people go out there without, like, really preparing. And they don't realize that, hey, there's no cell phone service. You know, there's not much food. You know, seems like a bad setup. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you, you know, you'll be fine as long as prepared. But he's very optimistic about it, which is pretty uh, interesting way to start off. Which didn't feel like the beginning of this movie is not. Up, the first half is mm-hmm. almost not threatening at all. Yeah, yeah. Until yeah. like maybe the last five ten minutes of your half. Yeah, where yeah. it's it's not even that threatening. It almost seems like just a normal camping trip with just like. But that's cool because it really subverts the a lot of cliches here because usually like Blair Witch is a good example of like they interview the townspeople and they're all very nervous and scared and they talk to this old lady and she's like don't go out in the woods Mm -hmm. you know or whatever uh, and then, uh, you know, it's instantly like weird and freaky and these people are seen as strange. Whereas in this, it's not only is it not scary, but the people that like believe in it are kind of like normal. Yeah. Like the late, that one lady, the first lady interviewed, she was like, no, nah, I don't believe in Bigfoot. Yeah. It's like, it's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> she runs a visitor center there. So it's like, <laughs> I'm making money off of Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so he's talking about where to go and he's got some Bigfoot cast. He seems like an all right guy. Mm-hmm. So then they go and, um, they find this expert called Tom Yamaranon. Mm-hmm. I almost wonder who these people are. I like if they're real look, or not. Yeah, if they're real or not. Um, and he says like, oh, yeah, it'll be great when you guys go out there. You'll love how isolated you are. Like, it's pretty cool. Like, you just feel like, you know, you could experience Bigfoot at any time sort of thing. 
He's like, I wrote a song, and he writes a song, and he plays it, and he's like, oh, I messed up. Let me do it again. And they have his cut where he starts playing again. <laughs> it's pretty good. I think that song's played during the credits. Oh, really? Is it about the two guys that went out? Yeah. To, yeah, yeah. It's played during the credits as well. Yeah. Um, so there's this, uh, <laughs> this lady called uh, Sean White Guy Sr. Sean White Guy Sr.? Yeah, she's from the... Um, Hopa reservations. Uh-huh. So she's Native American, but it's this is one of one of the favorite things that's kind of funny. Is they start the interview, she's like, Oh, he's like, Hey, this is Sean White Guy Senior from uh she has a, a Sasquatch story from and she's from the Hopa Reservation or Hoopa Hopa reservation. And uh she's like he's like, Yeah, so tell me what your experience was. And she's like, Oh, it's it was good. Me and me, I went without with my um dad and like this Christian group to go have like a um uh, nice, exp- like just hang out, go camping. But then we got so. Well, I gotta stop this interview. Cut, and then it starts again. And she, he goes, "Oh, hey, uh, I'm, uh, I'm here with Sean White Guy Senior of Sasquatch Story, and she was from the Hoopa Reservation." <laughs> I was like, Man, that part's so good. That's really real. That's it's, cool. This is goofy ass white guy just doing that. And you can totally see him doing that too. If it's his character, that's really cool. But she said she saw a Sasquatch and um, was very scared of it, and it was making weird hooping noises that mm. were very loud. Mm-hmm. I wonder um, if that'll come into play. I know. Yeah. And it was it walked away though like it didn't bother her. Mm. You know, she was very scared. It's an though. attack. Yeah, and um, you know this whole conflict of um, Jim and his girlfriend, and she's like, I still don't believe. And he's like, Well, you don't believe that person? Like, what do you think that was? He's like, I I don't know. It just doesn't. I just I don't buy it yet. Mm. And then they interview a park ranger or a past park ranger who had an encounter like a few a uh, couple years ago, and he had sad. He had his hunting dog. His hunting dog went off. Made a yelp. Oh. He's like, went up and the dog was just torn in half. Holy shit. I love that golden retriever. And, he, <laughs> and he's like, uh, do you think it was Bigfoot? He's like, I don't know. It could be some crazy pot farmers. Who knows? I don't know what it is. Like, <laughs> it was weird, though. I miss. I just miss my dog. <laughs> the dog got ripped in half. Yeah. Holy it's shit. Very sad. Dog had a lot of guts. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> Whenever we're, <laughs> um, like, this is sad. I don't want to go out in here anymore. This place is scary. And yeah, she's, he's like, no, man. I drove all the way out here. I gotta go, man. All right, here's the thing that bothers me about this whole setup, man. Like, and it comes to play later where they hear weird noises or whatever. There's something strange happens, and um, you know, she goes, "This is really freaky," you know, and he's like, "It's probably like a bear or something. It's not a big deal," and it's like. It is a big deal if it's a bear. Like, this, you know, like, a dog got fucking ripped in half in the woods here. It's not safe out there, you yeah. know? Even if it isn't Bigfoot, there's clearly something out there that doesn't, like, like people Seriously. or dogs. Um, someone wrote leaf on their car in dust. Leaf. Someone wants us to leaf. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if they wrote it themselves, because they just made a joke out of it. They That's don't seem bothered funny. by her. Um... um they're so they're joking about this time. They're or he's interviewing like the statue's like, We're gonna go find you today. How's you feel? He's like, Oh, I'm doing this. And then this guy just walks by and interrupts and is like, Hey, don't joke about that. You shouldn't be going there. And then just walks away. Mm. And it's very like the tone is very nonchalant of just like this guy just comes up and is kind of rude and then that's it. But it's like, mm, That's kind of does it feel kind of like realish? It does. Yeah. Because he just, he just does it, says his piece, kind of looks at it, and then you just see him walking away. Mm-hmm. He's just like, eh, What am I gonna do? Um, so they go on their way mm-hmm. into the woods mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, um, tension comes up. I don't know if this matters, but, uh, 
his girlfriend says like, oh, because she's an actor, a past actress, I guess. Oh, yeah. That kind of comes in And play. she's like, oh, you know, I might have to move to L.A. to get all this stuff done. He's like, man, L.A. sucks. I hate it. Um, that does come into play. I would never, I'd never want to go there. Like they put fruit on my sushi. That's stupid. <laughs> was it called fruishi? Anyway, um, <laughs> that's the thing. Is like they're not funny. Yeah, which is very realistic <laughs> to like most people. You know. Yeah, 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 totally. Where it's like they make jokes, and it's like they're funny if you're like know the person or whatever. Like they're very mild. It's like when you go to work and everyone makes a joke, and it's like that's really funny because it's at work. But in right. any other situation, it's like that's lame. That's not. Yeah, it's shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Or like when you're like out in public and there's someone behind you that thinks they're really funny and they're talking like kind of loud so you can hear them and it's just like stop. You're not that funny. You're not that. You know. You're not on a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> only people. Only people with podcasts are hilarious. Exactly. And they only have the best sense of humor. They have the greatest. Otherwise, sense. iTunes wouldn't let them on. Exactly. Because it's it's very uh, uh difficult. You, difficult to get on. Yeah. Very exclusive to yeah. get on iTunes. It's an exclusive area. Yeah. Oof, you don't even want to talk about how hard Stitcher is to get on. <laughs> They call it Stitcher because you always got to be leaving everyone else in stitches. <laughs> anyway. That was a good one. Yeah, there you go. That's why I'm send on that Stitcher, to, bitch. Send that to the Stitcher reel. <laughs> yeah. We have to re-up that soon. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So they, car- so they start driving deeper, and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I don't have cell service anymore, so now it's getting in the real stuff. They're going in the real forest. Mm-hmm. And some dude comes out, this weird, bald, eh, I don't think he's balding. Anyway, okay. this larger dude gentleman appears and is just like, hey, you guys should get out of here. You can't go this way. And he's like, well, why not? He's like, you need to just get out. I don't want you guys aren't allowed in this area. You need to just turn your car around and go home, grab some Bigfoot shirts, get that camera, put that fucking camera away, Ooh. Uh, you know, and leave. And you're like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll, we'll go this way. And he's like, yeah, you better go back and get a big fuck off thing or something. He's just being real mean. He's yeah, a he's dick. a real mean guy. And they're like, okay, fine, we'll leave. So they they, they drive away, and he's like, I'm not gonna like I, that won't stop me. That little idiot guy. I'm That'll stop me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I know another way around. So they go another way around. Uh-huh. And uh, oh, it's actually really funny because um, oh, this is interesting. Whoa. The um, Ethan just had a brain blast. I know. I did a brain blast. That guy, that large guy. Uh, while they were driving away, he threw a rock at them. That's what big feet do. Big feet. <laughs> the big feet are very known for throwing the rocks. The Sasquatchies. Sasquatchies. <laughs> that that is that is Sasquatch behavior throwing rocks. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Is he a Sasquatch in disguise? <laughs> uh, maybe. He's or a may- shaved Sasquatch. Or maybe he is a Sasquatch. He just goes out there and he just walks out. Oh, he's like a fake Sasquatch. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he just likes dressing up. Maybe he's like a a reclusive furry and he just walks around as a normal person. The fact that you don't see Sasquatch, it's a thing to consider. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, he goes another way in and then this road's much scarier and they have no cell reception and now they finally parked and they're going to go hiking out and, and, um, the last scene I saw was them hiking out. It's Mm -hmm. fun and they're pretty deep in. They're about an hour and a half away from the film footage. Yes, the and, film site. Yeah, where the film site was, which mm-hmm. is where they want to go. And, and they start getting off the trail eventually, and they get lost. Oh. Which is not good. That's not good at they all. don't know where they're going. Um, it's funny because GPSs actually do still work. You just got to download the data. So it's like... Yeah. They probably should have done just that. Just get some battery packs and go and turn off you know, self-service. And yeah, it's not It's not the same thing as like a Blair Witch where it's like that's, that was that before... That exist. Yeah, yeah, none of that existed. Um, so they set up their tent... 
Kelly's getting noticeably annoyed because Jim won't stop filming. Yeah, I did. I did see one of those parts. Yeah, and she's putting the tent up all by herself. And then they cut, and Jim they find like a river, mm-hmm. and Jim. Uh, oh, actually, that's actually kind of interesting. Now I think about it, Jim sees the river and he jumps in and he goes like skinny dipping, and we actually see like a little bit of balls and, and dick there. Little balls and dick, huh? And I'm just like, whoa. They're going to edit that out of the footage, they right? Sh- no, it's in there, man. Well, it's found footage. They can do what they want. They can no do editor they want. there, baby. <laughs> they can zoom in on yeah. it. Yeah. Crop and- it. Stabilize those balls. <laughs> if you see here, the balls look like Bigfoot. <laughs> man, those are just two grapes. <laughs> There's actually one part where Kelly goes, ooh, is it cold in there? Ah, <laughs> yeah. nice, nice. No, it's just grapes. <laughs> So then they walk back to the campsite, and everything's been messed with. The tents down, Uh-oh. clothes are in the the the, the trees. Well, that's not good. All been fucked with. And this is the part that I was talking about earlier, where like he's like, "Oh, it's probably just a bear." And Kelly's like, "I, I'm ter-, like, he's like, oh, you know, bears are more scared of us than we are of them." She's like, "I'm scared of bears. Like, I'm way more scared of bears than they are of me." Yeah. And I'm like, I like Kelly. Kelly is the normal person in this situation. Yep. She's cool. Uh, so then, um, there's a part where like, she's like holding the camera and like looking at him, like, I want to go home. I don't want to stay here tonight. And he's like, just put the camera down and help me with the tent. And she goes, Oh, you want me to stop filming now? Like, and it's just really great. Cause that feels like a really real thing. You know, like they've, you know, it, it felt really good. So then, uh, they put the tent up and, uh, it's nighttime and there's a raccoon in the woods and they think it's a Bigfoot. Oh no, it's, it's not a bear. It's not a bear. So then they cut, and they're back in the tent. Now, this was a very interesting part for me. I'm going to talk about this whole scene, and it's very fascinating. So they sit down in the tent, mm-hmm. and they put the camera on something, and it's looking out tripod. on the tent. Probably a, t- a tripod. I don't know if they were carrying a tripod, were they? I didn't uh, see one. I don't know, maybe. Probably. Or they probably just, not. They, the camera footage was so damn shaky so all the time. fucking shaky, yeah. So they put it, just probably put it on their like packs or something. And it's like the, the tent, and they're inside of it. And I'm like, oh, here comes the scene where like they fuck. And then a Bigfoot shows up in the middle of them fucking. That'd be great. And even she goes like, uh, we're not doing this. Like, you know, if you think that we're banging tonight, you know, you got something wrong. And he goes, no, Kelly, I really love you. And he like pulls out a ring. Oh, shit. And he starts proposing to her and she doesn't say yes. Oh, shit. She's like, I really like you a lot, but I think this is too soon. But then she's like, how about we move in together? I've been wanting to move in together. Let's move in together first. And then we'll see where that goes. Hmm. And then he's like, I'll take that. And and she's like, even like moving to L.A. with me. And he's like, yeah, I'd be willing to do that. And it feels wow. so real. That's pretty good. I was like, I am invested in these people. Like, all, like it just it just really worked for me. And, yeah. it, and it, no, like they're not holding the camera. It is just still fucking sitting there stabilized. Yeah. yeah. Three. I, 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 I counted it. Three minutes. Three and a half minutes. This shot. Cut camera turns back on it's nighttime still and kelly's asleep but uh jim is woken up and he says he's heard knocking do you know what that means Mm, someone's at the door there's no door in the tent bro what what he means by knocking is he hears apparently bigfoot pick up sticks and knock them together why? In order to communicate with each other. Oh, because there's multiple. Oh, big feet. Big feet. Exactly. The Sasquatch. The Sasquatch. And uh, she's like, I don't believe you. And she starts like talking weird. And he does the like the office gym look at the camera like, can you believe this lady? And I'm just like, yeah, okay, this feels pretty good. So then um, this part felt really great because like they'll start talking and she's like, can we just like go back to bed? 
And then he's like, no, no, wait, wait. Like, and they start like tripping over their dialogue. And it feels really good. Like it, yeah. it feels like they're actually like in the tent. And then they actually start hearing shit. And the, and the, the they start hearing the knocking. And then they hear um, howling, hooting. Oh. Yeah. And she's like, it's probably like a wolf or something. And then they hear the howling and it's really long. Like it's like, Aah! like it's really, really, really long. It lasts for like half a minute. And it is unsettling as all hell. Like it sounds like a weird mix between a- animal and human. It, it's really, really, really weird. Mm. And then they start hearing um, whimpering, like a mm-hmm. like a like someone's hurt. Like they don't know if it's like an animal or if it. They, uh, Kelly's like, is that like a woman out there? Like it sounds like they're hurt. And then they start hearing footsteps and whimpering, and starts getting closer to them. It's really, really scary. And Kelly finally is like, let's turn the cam- like the light off. Like, we can keep the camera on. I want to turn the light off because I think it's t- attracting attention to us. So they turn the camera on, the, the light off. That shot was 13 minutes long. What? 13 minutes of unbroken, like, just them looking worried and nervous, sounds, and then them, like, talking again. And, like, sounds getting closer. All of that, one take, 13 minutes long. Wow. Just the actors in front of us. Then we're in pitch darkness. We hear footsteps running towards the tent. Like, like come on. Like running towards them. They turn the light back on and the footsteps run back away. But then they slowly approach again. Uh. It's getting really, really close. And they start hearing breaking noises. Like something's being broken. Like some anything. Like, like it could be, you know, anything. And then Kelly, woman playing Kelly, is fucking terrified she's like crying she is like she is like sobbing right now jim just kind of looks whatever and it was like that's kind of annoying so she's like holding on to him she's like shivering and then you see the wall of the tent bat like something hits the wall of the tent and they like jump and kelly screams and you hear footsteps and then really angry growling that's like really close really really close and it's like it like i said it's like animalistic it's not animalistic kelly screams again and then they hear more breaking noises and then the tent pushes near them again, and they turn the camera off. That was a four-and-a-half-minute shot. Wow. Now, that whole scene in the tent, camera did not move at all. We only have the two actors. We are in the tent with them. was 21 minutes long out of my— that's, I was going to say, that's like most of your movie. That is most of my half of the film because it was only about 40-minute half. It's pretty short, yeah. So that was like basically half of my, my watch, and I was like, I was kind of impressed. I was like— that's a really brave choice for a director to do. To yeah. like believe in the actors and like the ADR and like the foley that much to like think it would actually be scary. And I can imagine being in a theater like in the dark, it would very much feel like you're in the tent with them. You yeah. Know? I bet it's very unnerving. So it's dawn. They've turned the camera back on. They said they haven't heard any noises for a couple hours. And Jim says that he's they're not going to the film site anymore. They're just gonna go home. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. So they get out and they see a bit of hair. Like thick hair attached to some piece of wood near them, mm. and he goes to collect it. And there's like a little bit of like it looks like scalp or blood attached to the bottom of it, and he like bags it up. And um, then they start to leave, and it's daytime now. It's completely daytime, and they start hearing more knocking, and they start hearing vocalizations and the hooting and the howling surrounding them. And it is very unnerving. It feels like they're being chased, basically. And they then they're running and running and running. They're getting really annoyed, and then finally they stop. And Kelly starts crying. They've they've been running for three hours, and they've come across the tree that they found the the hair on. 
again. Oh. So they've been going in circles because they got lost, because they went off the thing. Classic. It's classic shit here. Which is funny because the guy actually explained how easy it was to find the place. The um, uh, dude in the bookstore, he's just like, you follow the river, and as long as the river's on your right side, mm-hmm. and the... Uh, uh, mountains on your left or something like that. He said something very simple. Yeah. And just like, once well, you just do that, you just go the whole way and you'll eventually find it. And that's the thing. I think they're trying to look for the river again. They're trying uh. to find that river. So uh, they're running, running, running. And then they hear like trees being knocked down near them. They hear more hooting, breaking. Kelly is losing it. She's crying and screaming. And I'm, man, I am feeling so fucking bad for her, man. It is the worst. Finally, they find the river that mm-hmm. you're talking about. Kelly's off over away. She's like, sobbing and it lo- it feels like really real at this point and it's getting really dark and then jim looks down at the river and he sees footprints big footprints mm-hmm. in the 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 dirt and he calls kelly over and kelly walks over and as she craw- uh, comes over there's a big bush in the back that starts moving and you hear really loud growling noises and they get chased again and the camera turns off turns back on it's nighttime there's howling footsteps are all around them they're, it sounds like they're being co- cornered and surrounded at the same time. And there's this really sweet part, which I swear never happens in movies like this, where Jim just looks at Kelly and says, I really fucked up. And it was like, yeah, man, you really fucking did. Cut. Cut back on. Growling. There's whippering. They hear the whimpering again from earlier. Uh-huh. And they're running through the brush. And all of a sudden they stop. And you see feet. And they're human feet. And the camera pans up. And it's this, like bigger lady she's like half naked crying covered in blood and she's like holding onto a stick like she's lost i think it's the missing probably yeah yeah and that's all we see and then we hear really loud growling and then jim just gets fucked up we don't see it we just hear it from off camera but he just gets ripped apart his clothes are getting ripped and then like the camera's on the ground and then the camera gets yanked and pulled through the brush really quickly. Like it looks like it's attached to a, a car, but that's how they did the effect. Then you hear Kelly, she gets attacked, she's screaming. And then you hear a howling again. The the howling we heard earlier. This is a, you can't see anyone getting None hurt, of this. Though. It's all this it's all is sound. off camera. Mm-hmm. Then you hear the howling, and then you hear another howling. So there's more than one of them in the in the brush. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, film ends and the can the credits roll. The film is dedicated to Roger and Bob. Okay. And it says, no animals or Bigfoot were harmed. Aw. So that's the movie. I mean, yeah, the ending. What the fuck's up with the lady then? So I think that this movie's kind of clever because what what Bobcat seemed to do here is he didn't exactly make a movie about the Bigfoot creature. He made a movie, I think, to try to represent what the Bigfoot craze is all about. Mm-hmm. The fact that we never see a Bigfoot, we're not even sure if there's one out there, I think feeds into the idea of like us as people going like, there is something in the woods that got this lady that murdered these people. There's something out there, but we don't know what it is. And mm-hmm. I think that that feeds into it. Because you can explain it away as like, oh, it's probably just that weirdo running around the woods murdering people and stealing people. Yeah. Or... What I think another thing could be is they probably came across some kind of like Bigfoot nest, you know, because they look like there were multiple size mm-hmm. feet. Maybe they got near too close to like little kid big feet. Yeah, and we they, saw video footage of that. Literally, yeah, we did. We saw it on, on YouTube. Uh, another another option uh, is maybe these big feet are like abusing this poor woman. Maybe. You know, like maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know. Cause you she don't know if like, those two people died either. No, we don't. Could have just got beat up really Could have just gotten really horribly abused. And uh, I don't know. But it's 
it was really off-putting and disturbing and unnerving. Like I, I would like I wouldn't say I was as terrified as I was with like you know Blair Witch or anything, but I was definitely very unnerved during these scenes. And I think a lot of it can be attributed to the sound and the acting by particularly Kelly. You just explaining it was really freaky to me, just because I'm glad. I think the setup and even with the setup probably helps a lot too, because you went in like right completely pro- pretty much blind. You went in completely blind and um. You went in basically seeing the parts right after all the setup. Like, you immediately jumped into, like, oh, they're now isolated. But, like, having that weird kind of vibe at the beginning where everyone's just, like, very friendly and it's very chill. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, there was almost no danger, no nothing in my scene except for that guy being like, hey, don't go here. And the other person being like, hey, don't go here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone else is like, it's cool, whatever. Do whatever you want. Like, it's perfectly safe around here. Like, you just got to watch out for bears or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, I think I think that's why this works so well. Which is weird because most of the time you got to have that buildup. But the fact that there was no buildup kind of it, it, it made surprises the, you. Made, yeah, made it all the more shocking when it was like, oh, this, like, these sounds are freaky. I would never, like, that's the thing. Is like, I was like, I think that's what also really works too. Is like, you're expecting a Bigfoot in the movie. You're not expecting some bloody woman standing in the woods, you know, that is moaning out of like pain and whimpering yeah. and suffering like that even if it is nothing to do with bigfoot even if it is some weird murder in the woods is like infinitely more terrifying True. you know and that's something that like we can like grasp and 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 you know it's it was really it's not what i was expecting and i really enjoyed it and it, it subverted a lot of expectations especially just within the um the found footage expectations yeah i think the only thing it can't subvert because of you know the benefit of it or not the benefit the fact that it is a found footage is it always ends with a camera falling on the ground, sh- shaking and screaming. You know, it always ends with that. Yeah, be interesting. I wonder if there's some way they can like not do that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Cloverfield did a pretty clever thing where it was, <laughs> yeah. it was just like a confession to the camera, and then explosions, and we see them screaming that they love each other, and then they cut, and then it's them having fun. You know, on the Ferris wheel. Remember? I do. Actually, I just remember the part where the uh, where. Uh... The, the monster comes and is like eats the guy. Yeah, well, it was right after that. Oh, okay, he eats uh, J.K. Uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. No, T.J. Miller. So you know, monster's not that bad. Yeah, um, did a lot of good. <laughs> but yeah, I was I was legit surprised like by this film. I I really enjoyed it. I was too. I I, I guess it, it it's weird because it has just such a low budget feel that you don't. Mm-hmm. It, it it is kind of like um, Blair Witch where. It works with its budget. Totally. Like, it, totally. it uses the scenes. It uses only a couple actors. Mm-hmm. and a, Good actors. Good That's actors, the yeah. It's the important part. Good actors. Yeah. And it uses a lot of sounds. Like a lot of sounds. There's no Bigfoot outfit. No, and you don't need it. And I think it's much better that way. Um, yeah, I, I was very surprised. Especially because, like, I'd heard a lot of bad things about it. And really? Yeah, and, like, I saw trailers for it, too. And it was a lot of stuff like... Um, you know, like, uh, like I see the trailers. It's hard see, to sell the tone of this. It movie. really is because the uh, from how you're describing it, the opening is so charming and slow and slow, but not slow that is boring. That's what yeah, I really want. It, it seems just like I mean, because are just like random footages of just. It seems like people just going on a trip because it's just like, oh, here's footage of the lake. Yeah. Neat, huh? Yeah. I don't know. It's just nothing that doesn't serve much purpose. It's only like ten seconds. It feels like Bobcat really grasps what makes these movies scary. 
more so than I think most other. It's movie the fact that it's these, these are this is a this is footage you can take yourself. Yeah, yeah. Sort of thing, even though it's like, oh, this is like a documentary, and he's taking but, interviewing people. It's like those interviews are awkward and they're poorly framed. But these aren't boring people that you're following around. No. These are people that you can relate to. Yeah, exactly. And like, I mean, that's what's sure. Yeah, the, the main guy is kind of douchey, but yeah, but, but like, whatever. I mean, I've se- fine. I've seen the the new Blair Witch, and that like this is leagues better than the newest Blair Witch film because in the newest Blair Witch film, there's like. 10 characters and they're all bad you know it's like yeah, in this true. movie there's two main characters that you're following and you really believe in them it's true they both seem even if they uh, even if the main guy isn't super likable at least he's uh, uh to me not likable um but he's at least very human yeah yeah and that totally. makes the tension like just way higher and way like crazier. and their relationship feels so real that you want them to get out of the woods safely you know you want them to seek you know uh, uh safety that is a problem though because you know they won't yeah, no, I mean die. that's. I think that's one thing I don't like is how the movie opens with them with the footage on the ground. You just did you assume that they had died at the end of the movie? I mean, that's the thing is, I was just like, I guess this is the last shot of the film where it's at the ground. Right. I don't right. know where that camera went. They could have ran away and like could have ran away. That's true. We don't know. We don't you know. Don't know but like, that's the one thing that's always kind of lame about. Like you're right about film footage. Is it just always ends with someone. Everyone dead. I don't think this movie had a the, another uh, cliche of the found footage is the title cards that say like this footage was found in the woods. You know, um. Mm. Troll Hunter didn't end with uh, the thing. Troll Hunter's there. fucking amazing. Yeah, that Anyone so needs to see Troll Hunter. That movie fucking rocks. And that that does uh, circumvent a lot of uh, cliches. Because the guy just goes back and fucking continues beating up trolls. Yeah. And everyone lives. <laughs> That's so good. That movie fucking rocks. Man. Yeah. The, you know what? Hey, watch that movie again. We need to watch the movie. This is a good like chaser for that film. It like, really is. Troll Hunter's like this big, fun, action, found footage film. This movie is like a cool, reserved movie about just a couple of dopes that are kind of like way in over their head way in over their head and it's understandably over their head i liked this movie yeah, i, I was not expecting to like this movie Me and either. i really enjoyed it i went with zero expectations mm-hmm. i was like ah, one of these movies huh yeah one of these goofy movies with the goofy things this but, was suggested by your parents this was my parents suggested this movie so um, on them yeah thanks choice. guys this was i was yeah i was not expecting much out of it and i really got a lot um no. thank you guys for suggesting this and listening to the show sorry i say naughty words um fuck <laughs> That was me. And if you guys want to do you motherfucker. And if you guys want to stream this movie, check it out on Amazon Prime. It's on there. Um, you know, for now at least. Uh, good quality. You know, you got captions. That's great. Yep. And it's it's a fun film. Check it out. So you can see uh Bigfoot whistling, Bigfoot hitting. You do see like hooting and like whimpering. (laughs) Um it says animal though, it doesn't say Bigfoot. (gasps) Because you don't know. You don't know, that's the point. You don't know. It's just a bear. Uh, if you guys want to listen to past episodes, you should find them on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. The fact that we're even there just goes to show how good of people we're we are. We're hilarious. We're so good. And while you're there, because we're clearly already so great, leave a five-star rating and review. What else would you rate? Two? Get no out of here. Get the heck out of here, you dopes. Uh, we will read your review on the show, no matter what it says, even if it is just like, the Bigfoot ain't real. I don't, I don't believe Bigfoot. Well, I mean, you don't believe Bigfoot. That's true. But if it's really mean... Don't be mean, guys. <laughs> uh, you can also message us at, uh, or you can just find us at Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'll be posting the picture of my cool Bigfoot sweater there. Yep. Uh, and then you can also drop us a line and uh, suggest movies for us in the new year at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com. And there you go. There, and there you, you have guys. it. Thank you all. Well, this is a, a great way to start off. It really is. We really started off on a great foot. Ha. 
Is it a, Bigfoot? A, a Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. I'm not going to top that. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Till that log jam got in their way. They got lucky on Bluff Creek that day. Now they got lucky when she walked away. Roger and Bob rode out that day. Roger and Bob were gone a week Just riding them forests around Bluff Creek They made maps Sorry <laughs> <laughs>